0: My goodness, so much to talk about, you guys. Yep, yeah, we
1: lost Coolio this week. I know. That was not expected. Only 59 years old. We were all together, what, like three weeks ago? Oh, gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. So
2: the queen passed away since the last time we podcasted. Right.
1: And um, Adnan Saeed got oh, let out of jail.
0: That was really something. Man, that was unexpected as well. It took a podcast to uh, get him out of the jail.
1: He's not exactly free he's just out of jail right
0: right Mm. but can you imagine 20 years you lived 20 years in prison for something that you didn't do the last thing was that he would they would they were not going to give him another chance to appeal or you know what was done was done and he was in there for life so having this come about was such a surprise to everyone including his lawyer and his lawyer friends uh, if you don't know the story, he was convicted for killing a friend of his in high school when the podcast serial, which was really one of the first real crime podcasts, tore it all apart. It just seems so ridiculous that he went to prison for that. And even though, Sarah, by the way, do any of you watch murder and the only murder in this building?
1: No. Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they have a. <laughs> A version of Sarah Koenig on there. Anyway, but uh, then her friend, Rabia, or I don't know that they were friends, but Rabia Oshadre took it even farther. And they sh- they have been running a podcast ever since on uh, called Disclosed, uh, kind of with the Innocence Project, getting people free. And, you know, she never gave up on Adnan. So um, just crazy good, crazy good, I think.
1: I have not followed it nearly as closely as you, Lori, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems like the turning point is recently, and by recently, more recently than 20 years, either a change in prosecutors or, or some people at the top who finally just realized that there was nothing there, or not enough there.
0: There was an eyewitness that heard somebody say to, her name was Haman Lee, that he could make her disappear. There were two witnesses, and this never came out in court, and so when they asked the judge to look over the case one more time, she actually saw all these things that were never brought to the court. They were sort of basically hidden. Once that all came out, there was no way they could keep him in prison when there was two witnesses that heard somebody say to her, I can make you disappear if you don't do what I I want, you know? And he did seem like such a sweet boy, and it did really seem like profiling, I mean...
1: So what happens next?
0: So he's on house arrest until they decide to, A, retry it or just end it all. And I think that happens maybe even, gosh, maybe even next week.
1: Whether they think there's enough to bring him back to trial. But at this point, can they try anyone else?
0: Uh, That's what the investigation now is going after the two suspects that, that, kind of appeared in these court documents that one was totally cleared right away with a lie detector test, and the other one, they just never investigated it. They basically just, they wanted... Adnan, he looked good for the crime they wanted to close it and that's what it seems right. like. What their hope is, Rabia, is that the police though there was one kid that they were feeding him information and they got him to just say a bunch of stuff that wasn't true. So their hope is that these police will be tried. And I'm all for good police.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow yep that's a tough putt though getting getting police tried mm-hmm. But if they can bring if they can prove who really did it, Yeah, and bring them to justice. That would be something you got to feel something for her family, though. I mean, to uh, I certainly don't ever want the wrong person convicted. And I think deep in their hearts, they wouldn't either. But you have to feel for her family that this has is never ends.
0: Yeah, and it's devastating. I mean, they said, you know, we're not a podcast, we're a family. And, you know, you just, like, put it on the news, hey, he's free, and you don't even, I guess they didn't even really get, they got, it like, somebody left a message, but they didn't, like, talk to them personally. And, you know, for them, they trusted the justice, and so they said, okay, well, it must be him. So now they're having to kind of go, oh, is there somebody else in all these years he's been walking free? Who else has he killed?
1: Mm. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that that that's the thing is you as the victim's family, you know, you might feel anger that this person that you thought did it was let out of jail. But there has to be a point when you realize, like you said, the, the perpetrator is walking free. And have they done anything else and never been caught or have they never done anything else and just got away with that one thing?
0: Yeah. One of them had a rap sheet. Yeah. So um, I'll be anxious to hear how that follows up. I listened to everything I could when it came out. I went, you know, my sister texted me and said, Adnan's free. And I'm like, what? And so I I listened. And then also, I think you guys know, I love Laura Richards. She's a big advocate for coercive control. And I listened to her podcast, Crime Analysts. Her and her partner had actually done um, kind of a whatever, you profiled the kid. I can't think of his name, the boy that said Adnan admitted to him he had killed him, that kid, and there were so many holes in his story, and he changed, and they did all the, the profiling on him, and way back in the day, they said, this: he he's not telling the truth, he's making all this stuff up, and so they played that podcast, and then, you know, the new one, just updating on all the things that had come down, so...
1: What does Sarah Koenig think of how she's portrayed in Only Murders in the Building by Tina Fey, by the way? (laughs) I would
0: would like to know that. But I do think I have to say Rabia has been very vocal about her feelings about Sarah because Sarah, in the end, almost threw him under the bus at the end of Serial she goes oh he's just so charming and almost set the stage for him to be this you know sociopaths are charming when she was interviewed she, she said good things about Rabia she said you know the team that deserves the credit is Rabia and her team they stayed on it they kept putting it in front of the Innocence Project they kept putting it in front of everybody and you know she really had nothing negative to say Rabia isn't as gracious to Sarah but you know but that podcast did get the public to know what was going on and if you remember it was before 9-11, so that was racial profiling before 9-11 happened.
1: I didn't even think about that. You're right, it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. It's interesting. I, I, I sort of, I mean, serial was kind of the first one that I can think of. Later, there was the thing that was on Netflix about the guy accused of murdering a woman, and the young man who was convicted alongside him, it who was, it was clearly, you know, allegedly, reportedly, but clearly coerced by police into a confession. He was low IQ oh yeah I remember I just sort of have a love hate I have kind of a love hate relationship with these true (sighs) crime documentaries especially in the last 15 20 years I feel like some of them are so skewed toward making sure you see their point of view and they don't necessarily walk the line equally I think I suspect I I don't remember it as well because it was a long time ago but I feel like that original serial kind of walked the line pretty well but I feel like so many of the things that have come behind it are so one sided, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little hard to, you know, get on, a, get on a side with it, but I don't know. I love documentary filmmaking and, and podcasting. I, I think it's a really great, um, way to, for people to kind of educate themselves. I just think you have to be so careful to make sure that you're getting both sides of the story.
0: Well, I think what's important is, um, you know, with Rabia, um, her, co-partner on the podcast that they do, uh, Disclosed. He is Connor, something Connor. He is a teacher, a law teacher. And I think what's really important is that what they're looking at is the, they're looking at how the law is and what the holes in the law are. So rather than going from, he was falsely accused. It's like, where were the holes? Where did the, where did the law not do what it was supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for his students, this is groundbreaking. This is something any kid that's in, in school to become a lawyer, this is going to be like Roe, versus, Roe v. Wade. It's going to be one of those monumental things that they learned, you know, where the law didn't do what the law was supposed to do and, and how they mm-hmm. could make changes. So I think that's really the value. I mean, yes, he's free. I mean, I have just been so sad to think, I, you know, to think— Here's this kid, maybe he was my kid's age, being falsely accused, spending 20 years in prison. We all know prison is ugly, you know, and that just makes me so sad. So that's what, you know, Anna and I were talking earlier about how we look at things and how we can look at it one way or another. And I found myself getting so sad thinking, here's this poor guy, 20 years, his life is over. What's he going to do when he's out? People are going to judge him. And then I had to look at that, that this is a monumental in the law, you know, making a difference, making changes and that somebody actually got seen and heard and that you know, trusting that he will make a life for himself beyond this, uh, e- even though he suffered, you know, because we all, I think we can agree, if you go to prison for 20 years, you suffer.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Spe- mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially probably after 9-11, he probably yeah. got ex- extra suffered. Um, I'm curious if he'll become an advocate um, in the way that Elizabeth Smart did, you know, well, whether he'll take his time to go be a private citizen or whether he'll use his platform to, to help other people. I just wonder. He seems like a quiet guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I envision him being involved in the um, Innocence Project. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done there. And, you know, Rabia is a lawyer. I don't know if he went to school, if he's got any degree while he was in prison. But I can imagine him taking on a cause.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about the queen? Weird how we've never had a king in our lifetimes. A king of England, at least. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it is. It's kind of hard to, to wrap your head around. And she had just met with the new prime minister like the day, day and a half before, and they put out a, a photo. Um, It was a historic moment because they'd always met at Buckingham Palace, and it was the first time that the prime minister was ever uh, summoned up to Balmoral Castle because the doctors didn't want the queen to travel. But the picture is like, she's standing there. I mean, yeah, she's got a cane, Mm. but she's like smiling and shaking her hand, and it's all like, oh, happy everybody having tea. And then the next day it was like, you know, she's on death's door and everybody's been summoned. I'm like, oh, my God, that was it seems fast, but I guess after 96 years, it wasn't that. It yeah. was fast, though. You know,
2: I remember the morning we were hearing she was in Scotland, I think, in a hospital there, and then yeah. they were saying it was looking grave, and I'm like, no, she's going to pull through. And then a few hours later, it was just all over.
1: And think about it too when when they when they let the media know it's looking grave, it means she was she was probably already gone by then, and they just getting everybody prepared just so they don't dog the well, they they were going to dog the kids anyway, but to get everybody there. It really is something. And you know, you can say what you want about the the money that gets spent. The the Royals generate more tourism a lot of money in tourism. (laughs) They it it is said that they generate much as much in tourism as gets spent on them. I don't know if that's exactly true, but I I believe it. I mean there's a lot that goes into it. It was really something, I mean, just from a historical perspective, the the pomp and circumstance and all the all the things that go in it and they hadn't had to do any of that stuff for you know 70 Reception. years does anybody like nobody would remember like oh crap ask the last guy who did this he's dead there's <laughs> the last guy that did this <laughs> right there must be is there a book who did you yeah. get the email how do we, how we did we anybody got the instructions the profile picture on his twitter there's all that right. <laughs> protocol that's gotta get in there you know and the the lines to pay their respects was right. like days People long stood there for 24 hours and you couldn't sit because the line was moving Oh, yeah. And David Beckham went down there and stood in line just like a person. Just Just like a regular. With his cap and scarf. He just like (laughs) went down and stood on that freaking line for hours Mm. just to pass a casket. I mean, it's really. Yeah. That's devotion to be one of those people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So now, yes. Now it's King King Charles III. Who's next in line? Prince William and then his son, Prince George, his eldest son. And then, interestingly enough, Princess Charlotte, but she's probably not going to get there. <laughs> There's plenty of, plenty of people ahead of her. <laughs> you know, if he lives to, to her age, he's got, what, 20 years to go? And, you know, think about it, his longevity is in his genes. His father was, I think Philip was 98 or 99 when he died. Elizabeth 26 so he'll unless he abdicates unless he just gives it up and gives it to William you're right he'll he'll be there for 20 something years mm-hmm. right which, which makes William 60 before he gets there
0: which compared to the queen I mean how long was she queen? 50 right not 70
1: 60 70 70 years yeah yeah, yeah. that is
2: something else right. that's the
1: longest monarchy right like yeah I'll oh. be it'd be stunning if we ever get there again but I mean she was so young you know she was 25 yeah. 25. 20, 26 when it started. So, yeah, I mean, somebody would have to get it that young. some Something, and I hate, I either abdication or something horrible, poo-poo, spit, 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 would have to happen to William or Charles for George to get it that young, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, we may never see it. We, we you, the three of us, are not, are not going to see it again, that's for sure. The world <laughs> may see it again, yeah. or they may abolish the monarchy before they get a chance to see it again. Who knows?
0: Wouldn't that be something? <laughs>
2: It would be. What was that cuckoo spit spit that you just did?
1: Oh, the cuckoo spit spit. Oh, that uh, is
2: that like knocking on knocking wood? Knocking on
1: wood. Yeah, Knock on wood. Spit spit. poo poo, Whatever. Turn around three times and cuckoo. spit. In in in, y- in Yiddish we say kenahora, kenahora. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I'm 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 weirdly superstitious about weird things. <laughs>
2: Do you guys still do do certain things to make things not happen? Like I have one. Do you
1: This comes up nearly <laughs> this comes up probably 3 or 4 times a week and it drives my wife Sharon crazy. But somewhere in the world I heard that it's bad luck to put a hat on a bed. I think it comes from cowboy hats, mm. but Somehow, it' in my head, it's any hat. And she'll like come home from, you know, working out the gym or walking the dogs and she'll just like throw a baseball hat on the head, on the bed. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> Even if I'm like, if I am packing to go away on a trip and I want to throw a baseball hat in there, I'm very careful to make sure that the hat goes in the suitcase and not like on a pile next to it. That's my mission, guys. <laughs> About you guys. <laughs> uh,
2: my husband, he will make sure no one eats a banana on his. On his bass boat. Huh. He's seen bad luck happen on other people's boats. Like, for instance, he was on a fishing tournament um, several years ago, and uh, someone ate a banana on one of the contestants' boats. So it was time to get out of the water. He drove the truck, the boat and its boat trailer, too deep into the water, and they had to, like, tow it all out. When they were pulling the boat, I think it might have fallen off the trailer. I forgot what it was, but it was just bad luck. I never heard that one, but that's really, really
1: funny. I thought maybe it was like, don't slip on the banana peel kind of thing, but it sounds like it's just straight up bad luck. Don't eat a banana on a boat. <laughs> what if it's a banana boat? You just can't <laughs> eat it? or you... you don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, what's yours?
0: I don't. I can't think of one. I mean... I raise my kids around horses, and there's a lot of things we don't do, but it's not superstition. Like, you don't drop the reins and walk away from your horse. I, you know. But those aren't superstitions. Those are just things that you know we ingrain in our children because you just don't do it. So I don't know that I have a superstition.
2: Do you hold your breath when you pass a cemetery?
0: No. We used to have to drive over this big bridge when we would go from Whidbey Island to um, Mount Vernon, and you know the uh uh by the reservation, and we used to tease and say, "Hold your breath, but I don't feel like it was like a real thing <laughs> like we joked about it, but I don't think we really like thought people
1: would die <laughs> given if, okay. if 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 it if it saved you time, would you walk under a ladder yeah oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> you would
2: okay 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 uh if. Would you step on a crack? Yes, I would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I nice. would. If a black cat ran in front of me, I wouldn't like
1: cry. <laughs> oh, well, that's different. I don't. I don't have a black cat thing. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. You you step. So, you just willy nilly step on cracks every. Seriously, I. Oh my God, Anna. I walk over every crack. I mean, I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are times I when like it slips my it. mind, but when I'm aware of it, I completely step over <laughs> cracks. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> hilarious.
2: Okay, how would you feel if you broke a mirror? I've done
0: it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And, you know, I I did have some bad luck in my life, whether it was over the broken mirror or not, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm not superstitious. I, I, I can't think of anything that, oh, you just don't do that probably think of it at three in the morning and call you guys wake up fine yeah do
1: (laughs) I found out what I won't do (laughs) call people at three in the morning (laughs) that's bad luck
2: (laughs) I don't know if this is just a a cultural thing but I grew up with people telling me to not do dishes while people are having dinner because then there would be a death in the family (laughs) that's extreme
1: that's so extreme. Wow. But that's like every dinner, every family dinner I've ever gone to, someone starts doing the dishes right. while people are still eating.
2: Another one is if you go to
1: bed with your hair wet, you'll go blind. <laughs> well, you just won't want to see what you look like in the morning. But
2: <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that might make you blind because you just look awful. But no.
1: Weird. So I know a family what? who are very superstitious about the number 13 and they will absolutely not allow 13 people to be at the home for a party or event or christmas dinner or something like that and if it looks like the number is going to come to 13 they will either not invite someone or they will invite an extra person or two just to make sure that there are you know at least 14 people there and recently, apparently, there was a—I wasn't there—but there was an event, and the host looked around and realized there were 13 people. And she, the woman who lives in the house who was throwing the, <laughs> throwing the event, made up an excuse and left. <laughs> Just oh wow! Left her own home, and everybody knew what what it was. Like, there's—they're all, everyone's in the family. They all knew. They're like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know? So they. The, the person who was, um, let's call it the newest in the family, who realized that statistically they were the 13th person, just left. And then they wow. called the homeowner and she came back back home. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. How crazy now is down this? Down
2: to 11. Come back.
0: <laughs> Rather than call a friend, you're like, I'm out of here. I-
1: I don't know why you couldn't just step outside for a few minutes and then call a friend. It, she just panicked. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> you know, or just take turns going outside.
1: <laughs> or how about just get over it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay,
2: your turn. Yeah. Get out. We're done here. Get out. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: 13. So, yeah, I'm not that bad, but no hat on bed, no crack stepping, no walking under ladders. Oh, you can't whistle in a theater. Never whistle. Really,
2: what happens But if you do? But
1: that one, that one actually, I think, comes from something like, it's more just an old wives' tale. I think it used to be kind of, I think, um you might not be able to, supposed to whistle on boats either now that I think about it because I think that whistling used to be, you know, different symbols for, okay, throw that thing or drop that thing or, you know, you could get hurt if you whistled at the wrong time in the wrong place because it, you might accidentally signal somebody to do something. Um, Which is weird because so, in the
2: Star Trek times, do you remember that whistle?
1: Oh. <laughs> But that's different. Oh. Yeah, well, and that might be, but that might be part of it. That might be part of it. That whee, Those little things that, yeah, there are nautical whistles, which I think is why you're not supposed to go. Oh, I you know, see. Like I see. Yeah, that kind of whistle. So, yeah, I used to whistle all the time in the theater and people get so mad at me. I'm like, oh, my God, get over you got to cause death in here. Well, we're going to get Lori on something. We're going to find. Anna, I want you to walk her like <laughs> a hawk from now Bring some salt. See mm-hmm. if she threw yeah. it over her shoulder.
2: I'm going to wet her hair and tell her to take a nap. Mm-hmm.
1: You look tired. Squirt, 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 squirt. <laughs>
2: well, well, you guys, hurricane season is off to a terrifying start. Oh, my start. goodness. I
0: have people affected. A friend yeah. of ours uh, lost their you house and their car. Another friend of mine who just moved to Florida last year, uh, their house is okay, but what? there was trees down everywhere. She said the whole community is, you know, working together to clean everything up and their all their businesses where they work shut down, and Yeah. Mm. i can't imagine
1: it's scary the images are scaring so so much water i mean just so much flooding and just it's really something i have a friend who works in a theater um in fort myers and i'm not i don't know the whole story exactly of why they stayed in the building but they did i think it's uh, i guess they wanted to protect it or i don't know what they were doing but they stayed in there and um terrifying really i i wouldn't have done that i'd been like out yeah but they have just this video of just water just pouring in, just the flood, you know, rising up. The whole thing is just heavily damaged. A lot of buildings in, in Florida are, wind, are rated for the wind, mm-hmm. but nothing can rate you for water. Then it crossed Florida... As a storm, and then it Came became back. a hurricane again, and slammed into South Carolina. But it's a uh, Category One, which is still terrifying when you're going through it. Believe me, but not the devastation that they've had before in that area. But still, it just will. It won't mm. quit. Ian won't quit.
2: Our prayers for everyone uh, on the East Coast. There, I, I I don't think I've ever seen Florida flood like that. I mean, I know it's a swamp land over there, but I, I guess when you see like rivers and then people showing sharks on a highway, I can't even grasp that.
1: I'm. I am concerned that there were some nursing homes that didn't get evacuated. Oh my god! I don't understand why that is. I, I'm. Sh- I hope there's a good reason. But you know, like in Georgia, where we were, they had. I mean, it's not like hurricanes sneak up on you.
2: Who would be the person to say, "Hey, you guys the, cannot stay home. You need to evacuate." Please. Governor.
1: And he did. He. He actually did. But I don't know yeah. if it was a law or. I, I don't know. You know, they all have plans. They all have like a at least in Georgia, they do, they're required to have a plan for how they're going to, you know, move to evacuate a hospital in a nursing home. And, and I've seen it done. I know they do it. So I'm a little confused as to why they didn't in this case. Um, but there is no, there's no law that, I, I don't know how to explain this. There's no law that you have to evacuate. It's just that they don't. If you don't. If you violate. If you refuse to go on an evacuation order, they don't have to help you. So if you call nine one one under a mandatory evacuation, no one is obligated to come help you. In fact, they won't come help you um, because it's not safe for the first responders to go. And that's um, the main reason why they want people to evacuate. Obviously, to save your life. But even if something non-hurricane related happens, say you have a heart attack or you step on something sharp or whatever, no one is coming to get you. Gosh. I'm sure the governor did emphasize for people to leave. And I know millions of people left. I know there was a mass evacuation. So I'm not faulting people who stayed. I understand sometimes you can't. you can't Evacuating costs money. It's difficult. It's stressful. If you have people you care for, it's very, very difficult. So I've never passed judgment on someone who didn't evacuate on their own. I am just curious as to why these institutions like nursing homes and hospitals didn't evacuate people.
0: It doesn't make sense.
1: Mm-mm. It doesn't, but Mm-mm. I'm sure there's, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it in the lawsuits. Yeah. Right. Where we hear about things is when, when the lawsuits come, come filing out. But I, I just, I didn't, you know, nowhere, there's nowhere you can go. I mean, I've lived in Tornado Alley. I've lived in Hurricane Alley. I've, I lived in Earthquake Country a couple times now, you know, apparently now I'm in like fire zone. Not that I, I guess I was before, Mm -hmm. but it it, it didn't seem as bad. I was joking with my cousin who who lives in uh, Southern Oregon, who's in both earthquake country and fire country. And I was saying, you know, the only good place to live is San Diego. And she's like, oh, no, when I was a kid, there was a, she was telling me about this big earthquake that happened in L.A. that they felt in San Diego. You know, and I'm like, oh, Oh well, there goes that theory, you know.
0: Yeah, but you're used to your own brand. Like, I've grown up here. Earthquakes... No big deal. But people that move here are like, oh, have you ever been in an earthquake? And like my friend who moved to Florida, you know, like for her, she's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and everyone else like, yeah, hunker down. Like your own brand of scary. You're just used to it. It's like no big deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. The problem, though, is that the s- storms are getting stronger and stronger. Some of those old timers yeah. who, who sat there and took it through a Category 2 storm, this might have been a completely different animal as a, as a borderline Category 5 storm coming through. Plus, it hit like in the Mm -hmm. lowest, like one of the lowest of the lowlands, kind of like Katrina did, coming in just like the worst spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then Cuba, completely out of power. Like the storm collapsed the Mm. grid in Cuba and the entire country was out of power. I mean, wow.
2: When uh, Fiona hit before Ian, Mm -hmm. it's of course, you know, made its way from Puerto Rico all the way to Canada. Mm -hmm. A lot of these storms don't really... Well, I guess we have heard of some going all the way to New York. It just seems pretty extreme for it to go from to the south to the north right. side of this continent. But it seems like a lot of a lot of extremes are happening. So, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when we had a crazy flood in Kentucky. Yes. Uh, mm. <clears throat> a small town actually right. that uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, used to live at and was it Dallas that was hit with a a flood? Mm-hmm. In Las Vegas.
1: Um, Las Vegas. mm -hmm. That's weird. weird.
2: Like a flood in Las Vegas. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a flood of money.
2: Right. It's just a lot of weird, weird stuff happening.
1: Where did you live in Um, small town Kentucky? Yeah.
2: Wattsburg. Wattsburg, Kentucky. You lived in in Wattsburg? Yes, did you? No, but what? I do.
1: I do news for them. Like right now, I'm the newscaster oh. for <laughs> for 103.9, the Bulldog in in Whitesburg, Kentucky.
2: I think I lived in Hazard, No, not Hazard County. Yeah. Lecture, county. lecture
1: county. Or, yeah. Shut the, <laughs> the front, front door.
2: door. <laughs> oh, God. what a small world! Very small world. I was a tiny tune yeah, then. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful
1: huh. country yeah the hillsides and the trees and the and you're right there in the in the Appalachians i mean it's really just beautiful beautiful country but it um it's it's struggled a lot financially and then these floods were just indescribable these floods
2: they've never seen that before no. i mean we've had floods in kentucky but that one was it came fast and furious yeah
1: they're still digging out from it and and they've had a lot of trouble with fema i don't think with fema particularly i think the communication's been bad so people were um and you're talking about some people who who haven't had to deal a lot with the world you know they kind of keep to themselves and it's a very small it's a a community that loves one another very much but Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily get out in the world all that much you know FEMA came in and people went and they applied and it's so much paperwork for FEMA I mean you fill out paper after paper after paper and what they do is they go okay well we're going to give you money to get a contractor to come in and give you an estimate. And then we'll figure out how much money we're going to give you. So here's $200 for the contractor. And the people walked away and said, FEMA only gave me $200. And it's like, no, that's just to get a contractor. You're going to get thousands of dollars. You just have to go do this step first, but no one, it took like two weeks for people to realize that that's what was going on. It took a national, like the president and like Senator Mitch McConnell going, why is FEMA not giving anybody money or only giving them $200? They're like, well, because they're not taking the next steps because people weren't properly explaining to them to do that. Now that's happening. The ball is rolling. They just ended up extending the FEMA application. To, Cause people heard this and they were like, well, I'm not going to bother applying for FEMA if they're just going to blow me off. And so they kind of got this sort of figured out. So it's interesting. Now they're going into Florida where, I, there may be some people who had the exact same reaction, you know, and, and it's the government, it's paperwork, it's paperwork up the butt, but you, mm, you mm-hmm. have to do it. You have to fill it out or go there, go in person to the place and get a ride and they'll, they'll pay for you to get a ride mm-hmm. there. And there's so much they do to help you get the help, but, but you have to do it, but they're rebuilding, man. They're, they're tough, tough ass people, Kentuckians. They are tough. Yeah. They've been through so much yeah. and they're, they're building right back up. Mm, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Well, Claire, I know that you have got to go, you... but I wanted to ask, are you Hocus Pocus fans? I, I I know there's a new one. Yes, but the cottage has gone up on Airbnb and you can... <laughs> uh, It's a raffle. So, like, you can pay, I think it's $31 because of October 31st, Halloween. And if you win it, then you get to stay there. So, you you know, you go on for $31 and get the raffle. And they make a donation to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salem. But, yeah, you can stay in the Hocus Pocus uh, cottage. Uh, There will be potions you can play with, but no spiders, no real No real spiders.
1: I don't even know where it is, like, physically. Where is it?
0: Let's see in the remote woods of Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, it really
1: is in Salem. Okay.
2: Wait, what is Hocus Pocus? Well, is- I guess I don't. I don't get it. <gasps> Wait. No. Okay, hang
1: on, Lori. Oh no! Lori, don't even. Oh this, no! Uh, this is the woman who's uh- never seen Mary Poppins. So, so <laughs> I wouldn't even waste your breath on Hocus Pocus. <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> that midler. Is it a? It's a classic. Is it a movie? Yeah. You know,
2: when, when you guys were talking about Airbnb, I'm like, okay, is this like a hot spot? What?
1: <laughs> Say what? What? I'm about to make a confession what? that's going to make you feel so much better, okay?
0: You haven't seen it <sighs> either? No, I've seen
1: Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I've never seen Elf. Oh. What? Right? That's
2: ten times worse.
1: <laughs> there what you are go. you talking? <laughs> I've never seen Elf. <laughs> never seen it. I know all the jokes. I've seen every clip. Like, I've seen... I feel like I've seen the entire movie on the internet. I know all the lines and all the actors. I've never actually... Sat down and watched the movie. I don't really know the actual story, except these Buddy the Okay, I got it. oh father. my gosh. I, I got
2: a confession. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I just started and... watching Twin Peaks. Oh,
1: that's, that's <laughs> not a confession. That's okay. That was kind of a. Is it okay? Yeah, that was kind of a fad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many people that are going to forgive me for no, that. No, Twin Peaks was kind of a fad. Ugh. Like, it was cool, and then it was gone, and there's been so many things since then. Whereas, like, but it elf, back, and elf and it's... Hocus Pocus and Mary Poppins are, like, one of a kind. I'm... Everybody should see. Oh, okay. Like,
0: seriously. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe we have a little goal here that somebody will watch Elf and somebody will finish? Finish Mary Poppins? Well,
1: here's the thing. <sighs> I mean, you have to pay for in the, Elf. In the how many years? Oh, you yeah, do? I've never been able to find it for free and I refuse to pay $4.
2: <laughs> what, Mary Poppins?
1: No, Elf. Mary Poppins you can watch for free oh, on Disney elf. Channel right now.
0: I'm gonna Venmo you four dollars, Claire. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, I'll help. <laughs> we'll, take we'll, take, we'll take a donation. Forget
1: the flooding. <laughs> Forget the hurricane. <laughs> We've got to get Claire to see. We've got to get a
2: co-fund <laughs> me, co-fund for, me for
1: Elf. Our goal: three dollars and ninety-five cents. <laughs> well, twelve bucks for a bottle of wine would be good too. And a, popcorn. and a little popcorn. <laughs> right, so we'll call it twenty. A twenty-dollar GoFundMe for me to sit down and watch Elf, and nothing for Anna to sit down and watch Hocus Pocus.
0: That's right. That's right. Just make sure you don't have more than or less than thirteen people. Right, you have to have thirteen people since it's a Halloween absolutely. movie.
1: Absolutely, absolutely not. Right. No bananas. No hats. No whistling. <laughs> Just curl up with your black cat and call it a night. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness too much going on (laughs) in this world Mm -hmm. and uh I'm going to repeat something that um, someone at our competition radio station said, and I am okay with giving an honorable mention to a competing radio personality because uh, he, as well as all disc jockeys, and you, Lori, and you, Claire, are the reason why people still listen to radio, and I am grateful to, to know that people still listen to radio. I just want to let you know that the hurricane and all the loss that's happening, count your blessings, and... Be grateful for everyone that's around you right now because you just never know. Mm. Be grateful for, for ah. everything and everyone you have. Amen. My coach used to say, dancing in the moment. Mm. I love it. Dancing in the moment. Yeah. And Being dancing on the ceiling. Right
0: Do that too. <laughs> and dancing with yourself.
1: Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh.
2: Well, now we
1: have our outro music. Uh, Yay! Well, I am certainly grateful for you too. Let's, I'm very grateful for you too. Let's try not to go well. so many weeks before talking to each other again because I miss you guys. <laughs> I miss you I too. Know.
2: And we miss you, listeners, as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, we do.
2: Yes, and we're so grateful. Yes.
0: I mean, we have listeners from so many areas, it's crazy. All over the
2: world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate we you do. yes we do well you guys where can we find you on the social media
1: I am on Twitter at Claire Beverly C-L-A-I-R-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y
2: I'm Coach Laurie on Facebook L-A-U-R-I-E and I am at I'm Anna D on Twitter I am A-N-N-A-D <laughs>
1: <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S oh wait no
2: <laughs> go bananas B-A-N-A-N-A-S <laughs> This is Listen and Learn or, or Not. Not.